Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1145, It's Much Easier Than You Think to Live the Life You Want, by Isaac Morehouse of isaacmorehouse.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Hey, happy Tuesday. Welcome to Optimal Living Daily, where I narrate blogs for you. Pretty simple premise. Today's post is from a great writer and podcaster, Isaac Morehouse. He has an awesome podcast with TK Coleman called Office Hours. And I'm gonna jump right into today's content, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. It's Much Easier Than You Think to Live the Life You Want by Isaac Morehouse of isaacmorehouse.com. Maybe not easy, but entirely possible. I recently listened to an episode of the World Wanderers podcast where the host discussed working at a cafe in a great city that a lot of people would love to live in. She mentioned how had she not moved to this cool, exciting city, the job she had would have made her feel like a loser. In your hometown, working retail after getting an expensive degree seems pretty lame. Up and moving to a destination city and working retail to support the lifestyle seems kind of adventurous. Back home, she would have dreaded seeing an old friend come in. Oh, so you're working here? In the new city, when someone she knew came in, the question was more like, wow, so you're living here? Just a few days ago, I talked to a guy who's biking across the country and loving it. He spent several months in beautiful Missoula, Montana, waiting for the weather to improve so he could continue his journey. He worked at a grocery store while there, and it provided everything he needed to live the lifestyle he wanted and get back on the road in time. What would his resume look like when several years out of college he had grocery bagger listed? Not great, except when put in the context of spent two years biking across the US, paying my way through with odd jobs and blogging about the adventure. I thought about this phenomenon more in Mompiche, Ecuador a few weeks ago. We found a little place with a sign for American-style pancakes, a welcome breakfast after days of fruit and cereal. The breakfast nook was run by a 20-something woman from the Ukraine. She fried up pancakes on a small griddle and served them with coffee for breakfast and lunch in the tiny Bohemian surfing village. She lived in a neat little house right above the pancake joint and spent the rest of the day as she pleased. Imagine this ambitious young woman back home responding to the common, so what do you do? With, I make pancakes for a living. Likely her friends and family would be a little worried and ashamed and think something wrong with her. Contrast that with the same answer to the same question, but with a change in geography. I moved across the world to a tropical surfing village in Ecuador where I opened my own business. Wow, what an enviable life, right? There's something weird about staying in your hometown. It severely limits the definitions you accept for what makes you successful. Oddly, most of the hometown definitions of success 
have nothing to do with happiness. They have to do with becoming what everyone in your past expects or desires given who you used to be. It's a sort of tether to a past self that no longer exists. When the expectations of back home no longer apply, you can ask better questions and make clearer connections. What kind of person do you want to be versus what job title do you want? What kind of people and surroundings do you want to be immersed in versus where do you want to work or live? Many people would probably love to be the master of their own schedule, be in a beautiful outdoor setting with interesting people from around the world, seriously pursue a hobby with lots of their time, and be challenged in new ways daily. And most of those same people would be horrified at the idea of playing guitar on the street for money, flipping pancakes, or doing freelance odd jobs online, any of which might be the very means to achieve the life described. Most people have this idea that you have to work a boring job in a boring house in a boring city for a few decades, and then if you play your cards right and all kinds of things totally out of your control, like the stock market or real estate prices, do the right thing, you can have some kind of two-week vacation cruise or retire in a place where you enjoy good weather and leisure. The weird thing is, all those someday goals are available right now with relatively little difficulty. You can afford to live in a cool bamboo house in a beach town just by making pancakes for lunch and breakfast. You can, as one guy I met, travel the length of South America living entirely off the cash you make playing guitar outside of restaurants. I'm not claiming this kind of life is for everyone, not at all. There's nothing wrong with a nine to five job and life in the suburbs if that's what really resonates with you. There's nothing inherently noble about traveling or working some low wage odd job. The point is that it's too easy to choose things based on an artificially limited option set. It's too easy to define your life by stupid things like college majors or giant industry labels or titles that will make Aunt Bessie proud at the family reunion or salary levels. The last one is especially dangerous. It's a weird habit to measure your success in life only by the revenue side of the equation. Who cares if you bring in $100,000 a year if it only buys you a apartment that you hate in a city that stresses you out with friends that don't inspire you in a daily existence you mostly daydream about escaping from? Your costs exceed your revenues and you're actually going backward. You very well could get twice the lifestyle you desire at half the annual income. Like any business, the health of your personal life should be measured using both revenues and costs. On the personal level, neither are not just monetary. Only you can know what kind of life you want. But getting off the conveyor belt of the education system, getting out of the hometown expectations trap, and opening your mind to measures of progress beyond salary will give you a much better chance of crafting a life you love. You just listened to the post titled, It's Much Easier Than You Think to Live the Life You Want by Isaac Morehouse of isaacmorehouse.com. If you enjoyed this article, he talks about this kind of stuff with TK Coleman on a podcast called Office Hours. Definitely worth checking out. And I've been lucky enough to have sponsors, which is a big part in keeping all of this going. If I didn't have that, I wouldn't still be doing this. But you can actually get rid of the ads and promo stuff that I mentioned over and over on this show and the ending music and Dan coming in, all of that stuff by becoming a monthly patron for only $2 a month. You can contribute more and get handwritten cards from me and more, but to remove the ads, the promotional content, and ending music with Dan in it, just $2 a month. You can do that and learn more at oldpodcast.com slash help. All right, that's enough for today. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. 
Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.